0: I'm Nana. I'm Stevie. And welcome to another episode of the Ghibli Fowls. Um this episode is probably gonna run a little bit longer than usual, as we're gonna catch up what we've been doing. Um, I happened to actually lose, a uh, episode of the Ghibli files, uh, the Princess Kaguya episode. Um, literally, I just had a, ter- no. I, I just had a terrible Saturday. Like, um, outside in my garden, I had like a, this, this container that, um, I'd stored like some of my like stuff from uni. So it was like my university books, uh, a couple of like fantasy novels and like my old PlayStation 3 and my old Xbox 360. And um, like my Nintendo, my DS games, my PlayStation games, and my Xbox 360 games. And um, that morning there was like some wild thunderstorm, and I was like, you know what? Let me just go check on my containers and see if they're okay in it. And then one of them had a, cr- a, a small crack in it, um, and the other one looked fine. So I was like, okay, phew, few. Like you know, let me. If only one box is damaged, it's gonna be annoying, but like I can deal with it. So I opened up one of them. It was the one that had my PlayStation my Xbox 360. The PlayStation was like submerged in some water, um, but the Xbox looked okay for the most part. So I was mm. like, okay, that's annoying, but I, I can live with it. It's it's, it's it's only like a lot of the cables that have been damaged which you can kind of replace, and potentially I can get the um, PlayStation and Xbox both either fixed with water damage or I can get the hard drives removed. And as long as those are fine, like... Everything i stored on them for the most part will be fine as well. But then when I went and, went and opened up the other box that had like all my like books and CDs and like DVDs in it, it was that was like the water had filled to like the top. It was all submerged in water. It was, it was nasty. I was just like, I, I was so upset. I literally wanted to cry because I was just like, no! But the that only, was- the only good thing is, is that a lot of the stuff that was actually in that one was like, DVDs and CDs, um, which, you know, for the most part nowadays you can re- kind of replace them for quite cheap. But like all my uni books, yeah. I, get, I just had them because, like, when I finally got my own player, I just went to them, like, display them to make myself look seem smart. I actually went to university and, <laughs> and studied, and like, I had, like some business studies books. I had some sports science books and stuff. So, you know, just stuff to display it in the house and make myself seem kind of educated in it. Um,
1: oh, but that yeah. is, oh, that's so bad. I mean, I suppose at least you got the, uh, so, you know, like you can like wash a DVD and a CD and still play it quite happily, but you just lose all the the nice kind of packaging. Don't you? Yeah.
0: So that's, that's what I'm hoping. Like right now, they're, like they're to the side in the garden. Like I'm hoping they're going to, it's obviously the weather's been crap the last couple of days, but I'm hoping at some point I can like leave them all out in the sun kind of flex and like dry them out. Um, like I think the most yeah. annoying thing was like, oh it never looks the same though does it once it's, once it's got wet you can yeah, see it, all yeah. The, it do you know like what trinkle, it, it? it's just to see if they work and if, they, if some of them work cool if they don't work i'll just like write down what needs to be replaced and then throw them out but like, it was just a bit mm-hmm. annoying because like i sent a picture to uh, john in japan i was like um i had um because obviously the last of Us was just come out and when i when the last of Us came out i bought like their limited edition ones it came like with this like Really nice bookcase, it came like a comic book, it came like a CDs, and that was all like oh. mashup. And then also, um, uh, my, glad, my limited edition, like Halo Wars, and like I think there was not, I think there was uh, limited edition like Final Fantasy 12 as well. So, all that like nice packaging and extra goodies and that is ruined. But again, it over the next like it was just the it was just man. it just got cracked, and I was, I, and I was just, like, oh. But we we live and we learn in it <laughs> we live when we learn oh well you know what? On the, that's a good segue on
1: the on the like subject of study mm-hmm. i've been studying for like fucking 15 years to be an accountant yeah yeah and i've gone through like uh one set of studies and now i've gone through like another set of studies and mm-hmm. i finally got my like uh paperwork through telling me that I'm an official chartered accountant that nice, nice. Pretty that's dope cool. yeah, that's it's dope yeah pretty cool man I mean it is uh, I mean I'll be I passed my exams like three years ago <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like you have to submit like paperwork proving that you've actually done what they want what they've taught you and mm-hmm. uh, and that just was a total ball ache yeah and I finally did it so now I can put a load of fancy letters behind my name
0: nice that's dope so when, when I need to uh um, get some tax avoidance and put some money into an offshore account. <laughs> offshore account. I know who to come to. You. Yeah,
1: avoidance, <laughs> not not evasion. Okay? Yeah, yeah, Avoid,
0: uh, avoidance. Yeah, not evasion. A fine line. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, accounts are really good at like writing off certain things to like other like lunch and other little costs that you can like claim back in it.
1: know what are you talking about?
0: Talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, that's mad. Um, So, yeah, obviously, you know, if you're listening to this for the very first time, these are our Ghibli file episodes. Uh, It is pretty much 100% anime talk, other than the little intro that we gave at the beginning. Um, And the old
1: sort of, like, thing where I haven't watched anime, (laughs) and I talk about the shit that I've actually let my kids watch.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, You know
1: what, actually, uh, my daughter's hassling me the other day, like... She was like, I, want, I really want to watch a horror movie. What, what horror movie can I watch? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know. I don't really like horror.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I prefer anime. You know, like,
0: <laughs> what do I do? Get, get um, to watch horror anime.
1: Horror? <laughs> yeah. Well, fucking hell, we probably could do that. But, you know, I wanted to like, her to try out something that was, like, really, like, an awesome horror movie. Something that was, like, a setter in a good steed for, like, what to expect. So we watched The Shining together. Okay, cool, and, cool. And, uh she loved it man she that, was totally into it but I, the one I refused that's... to let her watch it like uh, late at night is that was, the one like, where, during the day?
0: Is that the one where he goes here's Johnny <laughs> yeah man yeah. Do you, know, you know that was never
1: in the original script That's that was uh, Jack Nickerson doing like improv
0: mm, yeah improv. no do you know what it's one of those films like, like I know so many of the references but I've never actually seen that film
1: Dude, you gotta. You nah, gotta
0: watch this. I don't Dude. do I don't do horror films. Like, it's it's not my jam at all. But like I said, it, it's such a pop culture like phenomenon that like I know so many of the references to that movie. Uh, just I, but I've just never seen it.
1: It's not like like shit your pants horror. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's more like um, you kind of get invested in the characters, yeah. and yet you're also like. Funky shit's going down here. And yeah, there, there wasn't ever a bit that my daughter was like, that was so scary. Like I've watched Nightmare on Elm Street and I proper shit my pants watching that. Mm-hmm. And that left me like I was waking up in the middle of the night after that, <laughs> you know, having nightmares. And yeah, I mean, so I wouldn't want that for her, but, yeah. like, but this, this is different, man. This is more, this is more subtle. Oh, okay. um, and it's, Stanley Kubrick, in it, you know, yeah. he's done. Um, he, he's so many bits in it that are just amazing. There's a bit where, um, and this is this is what Kubly does with their movie, where they good, good movies, mm. is they do stuff that only later on do you look at it and you're like, holy shit, they thought so much about that. So, yeah. in The Shining, there's a bit where the kid is, cycling along, down these corridors, and it goes from like carpet to hardwood and then back to carpet and then mm. back to hardwood and the contrast between the sound of him going over carpet and then hitting the wood and then going over the wood is just fucking oh it really gets you man you, it's like Brrr brr. it's yeah it's tense really tense anyway but Fucking get rid. Let's stop talking about horror and talk about like, <laughs> anime, man. So
0: what what have you been watching? Have you been what have you been watching uh, anime wise? Because
1: oh, um... dude, I have finally got my shit together. Mm-hmm. And I have got Funimation set up on a Chromecast. Well, I got my Chromecast set up in my be- bedroom, and now um, I initially didn't have the router in the right place in my house, so it I didn't have like I couldn't connect. I was trying to stream stuff through the to the Chromecast, mm-hmm. and it just wasn't working. It was like uh, it would connect to Funimation, They would disconnect, then it connect and disconnect. I was like, "Fuck!" I just, I just want to sit in bed <laughs> when the misses are asleep and watch back in Funimation. <laughs> so uh, basically, I moved the router eventually, and uh, now it's it works like a dream, mm. and I've just blasted through all of Glipnir. Oh, really? Um, I'm. I'm do you or, know?
0: I'm on episode, I think ten.
1: Well, um, it's not finished yet. I think they're still releasing it because it's just the last episode I got to. It, it I stopped. I was like, "What the fuck?" Like right. you're in the middle of the story. Well, I want more. I'm,
0: like, on, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on episode twelve, and I've, I've got, um, I've fallen a little bit behind on my anime. I just literally caught up to Plunderer and finished that. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm gonna finish Grepman now. And I've mm. also got no game, no no guns, no life, not no, no guns, no life. Uh, no guns, <laughs> life continue to continue watching. Um, so I've been slacking on my anime, but um, funnily enough, obviously we recorded like a main episode of Blurs or us um, last night, and we were talking about Beyblade. Um, they're yeah. releasing episode, uh, they're re-releasing episodes on on YouTube. Um, like Dude, the official
1: when Beyblades like first came out, and you could get you could buy the get you know like the the little discs and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. So I've been literally, I I literally binged like twenty episodes last night. Oh wow! Out, out, out of season one, and I think there's like fifty one episodes of season one. So um, that'll be what I'll be continuing to watch. Each
1: episode,
0: uh, each episode to be like twenty minutes, maybe. Oh
1: wow, man!
0: Yeah. So, I'll,
1: uh, I'll... so if you close your eyes, can you see the like the Beyblade and the anime? In, when you
0: close your eyes <laughs> yeah Do you know what yeah like it's i'm watching it for the very first time in like i don't know 10 15 plus years and like the animation is not as good as i remember it being it's, <laughs> it's really basic and the voice acting yeah. as well is terrible like it is so bad <laughs> so tropey some of it doesn't even make full sense and like the story of beyblade <laughs> in itself was, as well yeah watching it as an adult. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. They're playing with spinning tops, yeah, with, like, beasts inside them. And, like, it, like there's so much of it that just doesn't make sense. And, like, <laughs> not, I wouldn't even say continue, continuity errors, but just be like, oh... This guy's undefeated. I was thinking, like, hold on, he got defeated last episode. How are they still saying he's undefeated? <laughs> uh, and just little things like that. I was like, oh, this guy's so amazing. He he he's never lost a Beyblade match. I was thinking, like, hold on, but did Tyson just not defeat him in the last round? Like he has yeah, been he's defeated. Got a really short memory. <laughs> yeah, <you> know, like. <laughs> it's so funny how many times they do that. They say someone's like undefeated, like, and it's not like it's the same character. It's always be a different character. Like, oh, this guy's undefeated. I was like. But we just, like, literally an episode two or two ago, we just saw him lose a match. Like, he's clearly been defeated. And, oh, yeah, it, it's so bad. But, like, you find yourself, like, shouting at the screen, like, Stop saying he's a <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, it, I, it, it, you know what? Despite it being what it is, yeah. Like, I'm still enjoying it. Like, that's nostalgia. I think Beyblade has probably one of the... The best openings as well. It's like got such a catchy tune to start off the show. Mm. Um, is, is very iconic. Um, but yeah, in terms of anime that I've been watching, like it's, you know, I've been slacking a little bit. I've been watching other stuff. Um, I've actually been watching like real people do stuff <laughs> instead of watching anime. Um, but what? 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 <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, you haven't been watching line action shit, have you? <laughs> yeah, I've been watching line action <laughs> shit. Um, shocking, but on t- absolutely shocking. <laughs> I know, right? Um, but on today's episode, we've got like three animes. I guess four animes, since not that I can remember too much of what I said about Princess Kaguya. But um I will give it a go in terms of just giving a rating of it. Um, but. The f- Let's go over to the, the, the studio Ghibli movie. I can't even remember what the name of it's called, so I could even Google it to tell you a summary. Princess Kaguya? No, not Princess Kaguya. The one we, that we were meant to watch for this week. Oh, it's Pompoco. Pompoco, that's it. All right. Yeah. Pom yeah. Pompoco. Alright, wow, this is actually kind of old. Um, so yeah, man. Pompoco is uh, a Ghibli movie that came out in 1994. Um, Isawa uh, Takata's film uses the tanuki creatures of mist as his heroes beloved folktale characters they are viewed as bringers of fortune with shape changing abilities in this film their forever home is threatened by urban development and this to save it they must use all their supernatural talents Um this was another like different film um, I didn't write any notes about it Um I kind of enjoyed it I'm going to give this a 2 out of 5 Tortoros um, oh, really? Really? It, it was just really like, I was like, you know, like playing Tetris 99 in the background while watching this. And I'm, I'm talking about like, even in sub, like, I was kind of just like doing other things and still paying attention to what's going on and still be able to read it. And like, I think I might have watched the first 40 minutes, then stopped, took a break, did other things, then came back to it. And, yeah. um, I think the second, like half of the movie is a lot more enjoyable a lot more fun than the first half um yeah what, what, what did you think of it? it?
1: um so see so I also it took me quite a few goes to get into this movie mm-hmm. um I started watching and I was like what the fuck is going on here there's like a load of raccoons with their balls out you know like what the fuck <laughs> and they're like they can you know like they start learning to shapeshift properly and and they it, it shapeshift with the bollocks, you know, uh, everything is to do with their balls. Yeah,
0: um, I, I realised that, I was like, why are their balls yeah. so on show?
1: But, as I got through it, so, I basically, yeah, the, the, to, to begin with, I kind of stuck it on, then I was like, oh, I'm fucking tired, and I, I realised I shouldn't watch these movies when I'm tired, I need to be like, really switched on, because, this movie, is, is just riddled, Absolutely riddled with Japanese culture. I've mm. uh, not actually out of all of the the anime uh, all of the Studio Ghibli movies. Yeah, this has got to be the one that has got the most amount of Easter eggs and co- like cultural references in it than than any of them because it, um, it's just it it's fucking nuts. The the um, the Tanuki mm-hmm. like a raccoon yeah is a uh, is. Tri- you know, it's it's a well-known, traditional kind of like, you know, folklore, folk myth type thing um, in, in Japan. And there's like school songs, primary school songs. Yeah. About these tanuki and they sing about their balls and how they <laughs> swing on their golden. And it's kind of like a rude little nursery rhyme. You know, we used to have like Hitler... There's only got one ball, you know. You know <laughs> yeah. those like things when you grow up, and you, you got like all sorts of little like um, rude, rude songs that you have as a kiddie. And this is the Japanese one. Like this is a this is so deeply embedded in J- Japanese culture that anybody who's Western will look at this and just be like, "Fuck!" And every Japanese person going to look at this and be like, hey, yeah, Tanuki, nice balls." You know mm. He's <laughs> got his balls out. And uh so, you know, like knowing that, kind of like basically I started watching it, I was like, Oh this is tough And then uh, I don't know.
0: Hello, you there I was like
1: yeah, that really helped.
0: So you kinda of cut for a yeah, second Yeah, still here I've disappeared. Yeah, for a split second, but you're back gone.
1: ah uh, fucking internet connection. <laughs> um so what was I saying? I basically um yeah the the you know like I, I did a bit of research and it made it really helped me to sort of like appreciate it mm. um so this definitely went up in my rating okay but i i think i'd only give it a three mm-hmm. uh out of five total rose um because it wasn't like my absolute favorite it was quite tough to watch but i did really enjoy it and i loved they put like so much effort into just the detail there. I mean, the Easter eggs that are in this is just ridiculous. There's so much going on. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the parade that they had going yeah. on where they were like trying to freak everyone out? Yeah. If you watch that parade, it's like every fucking character that they've had so far in in the Ghibli um, movies. In the Ghibli, yeah, in the yeah. Ghibli movies is in that in the, is in those parades. Yeah, and a whole lot more. So some of the kind of like big skeleton creatures or the big weird like faces um they are like other folklore like creatures from, okay. from japanese folklore um so you know i just when i was reading through and like researching this movie i was like wow uh, this is really cool they've made they've put so much effort into making sure that this oozed like ancient culture and and there was so much in it that people would be like, oh, yeah, look, that's, uh, that's that creature or, or they're talking about this or that. And, of course, it had the old classic, you know, um, Save the Planet. You know, it's to do with the, um, uh, like, a district just outside uh, Tokyo. Yeah. Um, the Tama Hills Project, and which is an actual, like, you know, district where they they, they were building more houses. And um, so, it, you know, it had that element where it was saying, like, look at us, humans, we're fucking things up again. You know, with our blind kind of focus on just building stuff yeah. and taking over the world, and not thinking about them. But I liked, I, I really like the uh, the fact that you know, at least Tanuki, they're kind of mischievous and fun. They can shape shift, but actually, they're not considered like a threat. Yeah. Um, unlike the 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 fox, um, like uh, the fox creatures what are what they called again. Um, oh, I can't remember what there's a name for them um it's uh kit, the kitsune okay
0: uh
1: are, are like statues of white foxes mm-hmm. and you remember he meets the fox guy who's like decided to just like permanently be human and yeah. they live They've kind of like they they're now they're like perfectly fitting in with human society and and everything like that um and the uh, fox guys, like, come on, you've got to join us. And, you know, you can't beat humans. You, you've got to live with them. Yeah,
0: you can't be them, join but, them kind of thing.
1: Yeah, but then, so in Japanese culture, there's sort of, you know, the foxes are feared yeah. um, as being, like, you know, like cunning and dangerous. Whereas the tanuki are are considered, like, you know, fun-loving. They're, they're, they're so easily distracted by, like, um, food and, and fun. And uh, you get to see that in this movie where like every time they have a little small victory, then they just celebrate for days <laughs> yeah. and they're like, buddy! like <laughs> uh, I really like that kind of, you know, they, they don't stand a chance against humans because, no. because they're just so easily distracted by enjoying themselves, you know? Mm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's sad. It was, it's kind of bittersweet at the end, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, where you know it's finished,
0: and you were just like, subs- fucked, basically."
1: But yeah, some. Subs- but subs- they subs- had a little sweet bit at the end, didn't they? So well, yeah, they some of them. And-
0: some of them chose to like turn into humans and live life yeah. as humans, and then some of them remained as um, raccoons. But obviously, like they realized the danger. You know, some of them were still getting run over and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it, it was a bit, it was a bit like a, a warning, of like global warming and like humans, you know, overpopulating and. Damaging yeah. um, wildlife's uh, habitat, natural habitats. Um, so it had yeah. like a, um, a a. It was like not like a fable, but like it had a, a a strong message at the end of it as well.
1: Yeah. Um. And did you notice how they had uh, in the uh, throughout the, the movie they had like three animation styles?
0: Hmm. Yeah, um, I did.
1: So they would sometimes you'd see the tanuki being like actual raccoons,
0: yeah.
1: Switched to being cartoon raccoons, Mm -hmm. and then they'd switch to being humans, yeah. Um, Or actually, oh no, was it? Were there two different types of raccoon, like cartoony raccoons? One, that's right. They had, they had the the actual animals, then they had like cartoony raccoons that were sort of you know like you know when they were like worried, it had like uh like a a sweat bubble, like mm. a little water bubble next to them. And the faces were really basic. And then they'd have like the more detailed raccoons, not like, not like real raccoons, but just like they'd stand up and you'd see them, their mouths move yeah. properly. Um And I thought that was a great way of kind of playing around as well with they're, they're looking at Japanese culture and like reflecting it, like in saying, these are the, you know, these are the different anime styles that we can do. Yeah, And we're going to like, fuck around with them halfway. And whenever when a s when a situation suited it, like when they were partying, they'd always turn into these like play, like really simple cartoon style tanuki. Yeah. And when it was serious, they would turn back into like actual raccoons. And so you get that feel, like whenever they then you know, if something more serious in the story was happening, you'd see the more detail and the more realism of it. Mm-hmm. And when they were like just rocking around, it was like cutesy right, cartoons. Yeah,
0: yeah. And quite sim- simply uh, animated as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was a really cool, man. I, I think that's, that, that's, uh, that shows them really thinking into, thinking behind the way that the movie's designed, you know. Mm-hmm. I
0: I yeah. Um, no, definitely. Um, I, like, like I said, I just think like, because it was just like, such a such a like silly anime and like it wasn't like a series or something like spirit away or uh princess mononoke like so it, it took me a while to get into it but yeah totally again yeah. It, it's not it, uh, it's not a bad movie by any chance like I, I gave it a two out of five which is still you know decent because a lot of TV movies i think some of the some of the ones that i'm giving it a lower score to it's my first mm. time seeing them. And also, like, I'm watching them with, like, adult eyes, where, yeah, like, sure. they're aimed more so for, like, kids in it. So, a kid mm-hmm. watching this year will probably enjoy this a lot more than, than me. But, um, like, all the Ghibli movies, other than, I can't remember what the one that was. Is it Tales of Ursy, which is absolutely horrendous? Um, <laughs> Don't
1: get me started, man. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> uh,
0: it, 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 it is it's definitely worth checking out.
1: Yeah, um, it, i was just looking up the golden balls thing. Um, <laughs> so this this um this kids' song, um, uh, roughly translated. I'm not going to try and make, pronounce it in, mm. in Japanese, but roughly translated, it's it says Tan Tan Tanuki's golden poles. There is, isn't even any wind, but still go swing, swing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's not serious.
1: Apparently, in um, in the Japanese version of this, mm-hmm. they reference raccoon testicles all the time. Oh, whereas really? in the English dubs, they said pouch because it was you know it, it's more they you know, I don't know they didn't want to they didn't want to say the word testicles or yeah. balls or like that so and I was a little bit when I was listening and going pouches and I could see in the sub because <laughs> I I watched this dub had the subs on. Yeah. And I could see it was like saying testicles. And they're like <laughs> they're like talking about pouches and I was like, Oh the fucking pouches. Come <laughs> on. Uh, they, you know the um and I like that at the end they were they were talking about that pompo and um, pompo sound mm-hmm. and it's them um drumming on their pouches or their, their bellies. Yeah. And it's the sound it makes of the drum. Mm-hmm. The tanuki drum makes that pompako sound. Mm. I like that. I really like that. So this, this, you know, the more, the more I got into it, and the more I kind of looked into it, the more I warmed to it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'd. I'd uh. I'd, it's a three, but it's it's a loving three. It's because I don't know if I'd really watch it again.
0: No, nah, I I, would, I probably wouldn't watch it again. Um. Unless like you um, know, but, I've got young kids and they wanna, they wanna wa- like watch some Ghibli movies, and this is one yeah. of the ones that they. Well, want-
1: He's uh, my 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 boy's rating with it for this, so my boy watched this way before me mm. and um uh he said, Dad, what what movie are you gonna watch next? And I was like, Oh, it's Pompoco And yeah. he was like Yay <laughs> Yeah, that's really weird. Mm. That one's well well weird. <laughs> I was like, Really? And he was like, Yeah and I could sit, I, I was like wondering what it was that he found weird. And I think it was the fact they had their balls out all the time. Yeah. Not <laughs> <Yeah, that's> surprising. <laughs> like, well, uh, you know, it, here's a, here's a few factoids. Um, mm-hmm. the English, like dub voice cast mm-hmm. is absolutely riddled with amazing actors, no. really famous people. So I'll go through a few of them. The person who narrated it is called Maurice Lamarche. And, I didn't know who it was, so I I Googled him, and he was, um, the brain in Pinky and the Brain. Okay. Oh God, my Google's suddenly uh, recognizing that I'm saying stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was, he was, he was brain in Pinky in the Brain, mm-hmm. and um, then who else is there? So then we've got, uh, Su- uh, Sukichi um is that no that's not someone that i knew um so the next person on the list uh sizamon is was the guard was you know there was two leaders who then came together yeah there was a one in red one in blue
0: mm-hmm.
1: um the blue one in blue who was a little bit more chilled out was was yeah. called sizamon or sizamon yeah. and that was voiced by jk simmons
0: oh mad i know
1: like fucking he's just been in so many stuff and actually I'd never realised this, but in the Legend of Korra he voiced Tenzin uh um in the last airbender. Mm. Yeah, so which is I was like, what this guy's like just been in so many so many things. Um who else was there then? Um Gonta. Gonta is the, the red one, the, the, the red leader. Yeah. He wears, wears red stuff. And he was voiced by Clancy Brown. And mm. Clancy Brown is none other than Mr. Krabs from SpongeBob SquarePants.
0: <laughs> that's not serious. <laughs> you
1: know? And he did the voice of Lex Luthor in several animated shows mm. from DC Comics. So uh, that's that's awesome. And then who else have we got? Uh, the There's the character who was the, the old master who died, mm. who had a, a heart attack. Yeah. Who was like 300 years old. Yeah, who was and He And lo- he was the one who was standing. When they're standing together, you got a little tiny one um, who goes nuts at the end. He goes senile at the end and creates a cult. Yeah. Um, and then you've got the other one who looks more like just an office worker who's... He's a bit more sensible. And then you've got this guy who looks more like a wolf with a big... He's got, like, the more pointy-up ears, and he, he stands there with, a, like, a little sword and fire around him. And he's the one who's sort of really kind of, like, did all the most dramatic kind of, like, um illusion shows. Um, and, yeah, he died um, in it. And spoilers. And he is done mm-hmm. by a guy called Jess Harnell, mm-hmm. who... Was Ironhide from Transformers film franchise?
0: Oh, mad. I oh, know. That is crazy. <laughs>
1: Incidentally, as well, like, um, a, a lot of these people were also voices in, like, um, Crash Bandicoot. Oh. Funnily enough. So so Clancy Brown was uh, Dr. Neo Cortex from Crash Bandicoot. Oh, mad. Jess Hardell was Crash Bandicoot in Crash Bandicoot video. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Bandicoot. Um, it's, yeah, it's mental. Um, and then the last one, uh, is a cat, chap called John DeMaggio. Yeah. Um, who, uh, he played, who did he play? Hold on a sec. John DiMaggio played, uh, Ri, Taro. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who Ryo Taro is actually now. Was not Ryo,
0: like the main guy, the the young one that we followed? Yeah. The one I that like, right yeah. the one where they were like, oh, let's not, 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 breed. And then when summer came, he was like, whoops, that was a mistake. Couldn't control <laughs> myself. Yeah. Couldn't control myself.
1: I <laughs> know. Uh, no, that is, that's, um, Sama, Sama, no, um, isn't it Sochi? So? so- Sochi. So uh, i
0: think it's I, sure.
1: Yeah, got Yeah, ahead. um Ryotaro is actually the um, the fox. Oh, okay. Who is the human, you know, who's like come you could be used at the theme park or whatever yeah. like that. Yeah. Um and that is played by this guy called John DiMaggio, who mm. is um he was Bender from Futurama.
0: Oh crazy.
1: And jake the dog in adventure time <laughs> he also played marcus phoenix in gears of war video
0: oh, that's nuts
1: and he also did he was aqua aquaman in batman the brave and the bold so this guy's yeah massive massive voice voice cast and he also incidentally he was um he played some of the voids in Laputa Castle in the Sky. Okay, and he also was um a character called Gonza in Princess Mononoke. Okay, and I think Gonza was the in Princess Mononoke. You know the she had like her guard who was the main kind of like head of her guards. Mm-hmm. Who was like he was he wasn't the cleverest guy, but he was like he was there like always trying to protect the. The, the, the woman who was a queen of the um, Town Lady yeah. Iboshi yeah um, and he was yeah he was the kind of like the main head honcho in mm. Irontown mm. Uh, so there there you go there's some little uh, some little nuggets of wisdom oh that's <laughs> mad
0: alright we're gonna um, you done with that one because I want to move on to the next movie
1: yeah man yeah
0: alright did you manage to watch A Whisker Away I think you watched this before I did didn't you
1: oh actually um <laughs> I, I watched it and then stopped and then uh, I, I was like, you were like, oh yeah, watch it, watch it, watch it. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I need to watch it, I need to watch it. And then uh, I think I've watched it a couple of days ago and it was just, uh, but I don't know, should I go into it? Or do you All right, wanna, so uh, we before we go into it,
0: A Whisker Away is on Netflix. Uh, a peculiar girl transforms a cat into a cat to catch her crush's attention but before she realized it the line between human and animal starts to blur um now this movie was actually meant to um be get cinematic cinematic release in japan but because of um covid19 yeah so because of covid19 it got moved to netflix um even on netflix i think they've only just today added all the different dubs because um obviously like people couldn't get together to do the uh do the voiceovers so initially wow. it was only available in Japanese audio with um English subtitles, but now there should now be a um English dub, like Portuguese dub, like wherever your normal language, the dubs the dub should now be available for it. So if you haven't watched it already, um because you know you're someone that doesn't really like to uh watch things and read in subtitles, um you can watch it now as normal because obviously the delays from the pandemic have kind of sorted itself out.
1: Um, I'm I... interested to, to re-watch it in an English dub because oh, okay. um, I watched, obviously I watched it in the Japanese stuff yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, it was great, you know, like the, I, I didn't, it didn't, I didn't struggle with it at all mm-hmm. but I'd just like to see how it affects the movie, you know, like does the English dub make it feel a little bit more English or that. I've got a few issues with this movie mm. but I don't know if I want to get into it before you kind of like again All right, well,
0: I'm, I'm gonna give this a four out of five um, I really enjoyed yeah. it I thought it was fun I thought the animation was really good um, it was silly in parts it wasn't too long it was about 104 minutes um, and again I guess one of the silver linings is that I don't know when we potentially would have got this over in the West if it hadn't been for the pandemic, because that's kind of why it got um, fast tracked to Netflix. Um, because it was released, it was, it was yeah. released to Netflix in Japan, which then obviously, um, then they also released it over here because obviously depending yeah. on what region you're in, you get different things on your Netflix account. So, like for example, mm-hmm. in America, they've got um the Soli anime on their Netflix, but then we don't have it over here. Uh, we have a, a different variety of animes and stuff. So, you know, it, it was it was kind of, like I said, the silver lining from the pandemic is that we got to see this. Um I thought it was really well done. Um It was like...
1: It was very high quality, wasn't it, man? Yeah. Like, but it was like... Uh, there, there was some serious detail in the background. Mm, yeah.
0: But I felt like it was so, like, stereotypical Japanese since they're like, they love their cat people and people wanting to be cats and stuff. And I was just like it's it is very trophy and um but for the most part like I said totally. it, 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 it was fun in it. Um what was something-
1: can we get into spoilers in this?
0: Yeah 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 so for anyone that uh, hasn't seen it, we're we'll about to go to spoilers, so uh brace yourself for spoilers. Uh go. Give me some of your thoughts on this. Oh no, like so
1: just following on from what you're saying, like um in the like the last third of the movie Mm -hmm. when he um, I can't remember what the lads called um, or whatever Hinode Hinode Uh, um, he goes to the cat realm and then they stick a cat mask on him and he just gets these enormous paws
0: yeah because his transformation (laughs) just sucks this is so
1: like this is very typically Japanese there's this fucking weird obsession with like park cat people where you have got like, oh I've only got the ears or oh, I've only got these like enormous gawky paws. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but no so I um <clears throat> I really struggled to the begin to begin with in this movie because oh, really? like, yeah. I was watching it thinking like this is just so cheesy <laughs> and like just tacky and, and I was I started watching it with my kids as well mm-hmm. and they they were slating the shit out of it. Really? I, was like, I was like, oh, well, just give it a give it a bit of time, guys. You know, yeah. and look at the look at how beautiful it is, and you know. But like, I did struggle initially, just with oh, this little girl. Was like just being they didn't get, they went straight in with the fact that she had this mask that she could turn into a cat. Yeah, and they didn't give you any kind of exposition as to sort of where the fuck she got it from what's going on in her life. And she's doing these weird random, like fucking dive bomb things on this poor lad. And, <laughs> and I was like, and, and she's there like, just she's so like, um, unhinged.
0: Yeah. she's and a bit, She's a bit crazy. Uh, they call, yeah, and, they call then, her. Mid-
1: as the movie goes on, yeah, it actually really explores that. Yeah, and they actually start fleshing her out, her character out mm. big time. Yeah, and so I actually from that from the point I gave it like half an hour. And yeah, then from that half an hour point, I was like, actually, this is now I'm really getting into this, and mm. I understand where she's coming from. And you see her like she has a, she flips her shit on her, her stepmom. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is great. This is now <laughs> we're starting to see the cracks in her life yeah. opening up, you know, where she's putting this brave face on all the time and trying to be over the top. And, um, I did wonder like, when she jumped off that, that, that path, that, that high rise path. And landed like went through the tree trees, and then because those lads were like like bad mouthing her uh, the, the boy she liked.
0: Yeah,
1: I was like, oh fuck, is she some crazy unhinged girl?
0: Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Well, they did like, they they did call her Muge, which was Miss Ultra Gaga and Ignomadic. So she yeah. was very eccentric from like a very young age, in it. Yeah, um, yeah. I did. I. But did, then.
1: Seeing seeing that the relationship with her mum as well, like her actual mum. Yeah. And the fact that her actual mum had walked out on them and a, and she, she was kind of like a bit of a bitch and yeah. like it, how that affects kids, you know? Like, mm. it, it made me kind of like look at my own experiences growing up and, and my own kids and I'm like, it is so easy to fuck with kids' heads. Oh, yeah, 100%. And they take that through to their older life. Yeah. And, Oh, I would you know I try I always joke but yeah. about the fact that like I'll try not to fuck my kids up too much <laughs> Yeah, but actually it is one of my biggest fears that uh, they will grow up having some you know like hang up because I, I didn't think I didn't consider their feelings or how they would
0: take some know. things yeah no I hear that um, yeah. I like, I really enjoyed it. I hear what you're saying about in the beginning they didn't really kind of explain things but like I felt with the whole premise of the story, you you kind of knew what was coming, so you didn't need to get have it explained right there and then. Like you just need mm. to know that you know she has a really big crush on this on this guy who has no interest in her. She has the ability to change to a cat, so when she goes home from school, she dons on this cat mask, which turns into this really little cute little like cat. Oh um,
1: man, that cat was so
0: cute. yes yeah, so cute, man. And then, oh so she, she, she goes to his house and as a cat, the boy absolutely adores her, Why he only adores yeah. her in cat form. And then obviously he's got his own issues at home as well, because like I'm assuming their dad's died or their dad's left, their dad's left them or something along those lines. And they have this mm. um, pottery studio, which isn't doing really well. The granddad's trying to maintain it, but he's getting old. And then the boy wants to be a potter. A pot, um, become the next guy to like take charge of the studio but the mum wants yeah. to sell it and you know and the
1: stu- she wants him to be and I like that bit they had in it where like she's like come on all our hopes are resting on your shoulders and the sister's like fuck's sake you know like you're, <laughs> you're so old fashioned mum like yeah." I not have any faith in me.
0: Actually, yeah, but like. she she was like, oh, did she not say that like, I'm gonna go marry a rich husband or something like that. And, <laughs> yeah. and she was like, you're not going to high school. Like basically, like the 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 older sister wasn't like going to university and wasn't gonna like as far as the mom was concerned, wasn't gonna get a proper job in it. And um, mm. it just made me laugh at it. And, and um, I like in my notes, I put that I like the fact there was like a cat fight in this in this movie, like because. Um, things get a bit messed up and i'm not gonna go too much into it but things get a bit messed up and moogie runs away from home so then Mm. the real mum comes to the house where the stepmom and the dad is and she basically tries to say like ah it's your fault and then the stepmom and the stepmom goes like hold on yeah you walked out like regardless of my relationship with your ex-husband or whatever, like i've been here in it like i'm trying to you know make her feel as comfortable as possible you walked out in it like you had yeah. every opportunity to like stay and be involved, didn't it? Especially since like she left at such a a young age. She left um, the girl at such a young age, and then when the 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 mom slapped her, yeah, and then the stepmom slapped her back, and they started fighting. I was just cracking. Up. I was like, okay. There's <laughs> and ten- and
1: Muge is like uh, watching them, and she's got this kind of like crazed look on her face, <laughs> yeah, like she's just, like, yeah, like like she, you know, like when you're watching old like. um like uh, what do you call it like the wrestling yeah and you're like come
0: on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, it was funny um, and the end credits as well yeah so obviously this has a happy ending um, yeah I like
1: that
0: I like the end, end credits yeah no, they're teasing I like the fact that her best friend and then the guy that she likes his best friend kind of like yeah, start flirting with each other course. and they're just like you know uh, again I would highly recommend this I'll give it a four out of five I think um, well, not all the jokes landed for me um, yep. it, it could have just been a little bit funny some of the jokes could have been uh, the the punchline could have been delivered a little bit better um, there's some very I was, stalk-
1: a bit concerned, I was a bit concerned at the end about that um, you know like the, whether they would just leave it hanging for huh. us to then figure out you know, like I wonder what happened next Yeah, but they didn't those end credits were like Ultra satisfying. They, yeah. they wrapped up everything that was happening then, and I was like, I was totally cheering at the end. there, like, yes, they they cleaned in a nice clean ending here, you yeah.
0: know. And 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 you, and you know what, One of the other reasons I liked this because I was like growing. Up, I used to read the animal's in it, and I used to always think like, how cool would it be if I could like transform into any animal? And like, not that I would want to be an animal like full time, like in the in the ways that this movie was trending, but. If every once in a while, like you just turn into a cat, like and just wander off, like and and spend a couple of hours as a cat, like how entertaining that could potentially be, um. So that's another reason I I, I quite enjoy this movie. Um.
1: Yeah, I, I thought this movie did well with having a very clear like, um, baddie sort of antagonizer Yeah, you know, like it was it was that big cat, the Marcella. Yeah, who who was sort of like the the big baddie, but. But at the same time it did a good job of making it like well he's just a cat that's what cats are like you know mm. like they they always like he's he's the, he keeps on going like yeah be a cat lick your bum you know like <laughs> and i was like yeah this is actually what cats are like they don't give a fuck, really um but then that was very the, the other cat that lived with the stepmom um that then took her form spoilers yeah when she. Properly turn into a cat.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I love that little sub story as well. Yeah, because she had lived with this with the stepmom all her life, and the stepmom would love her to bits, and all she wanted to do was spend more time with the stepmom to make the stepmom happier.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, oh wow, yeah, this is this is now getting my heart. You know, like because I've got two cats and I love them to bits. They they don't give a shit about me, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and again, they just have a moment when they look at you, and you're like, "Oh wow, I feel touched." You know, like, mm. or they come and they'll just come up. One of them will just suddenly come up and like sit on my lap, and I'll be like, "Oh, what's what's happening here? <laughs> this is like a special moment," you know.
0: Mm.
1: But, so I really like that sub story. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, no. Nice. Trying
1: to think of other. Oh yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, so what about that? You know, when they were in right at the end there, that sort of like. tree or whatever and it's coming to life and they're looking up and then he suddenly figures out where they are yeah in and they're in that kind of like statue column thing and they keep having like flashbacks back to like some point in the past when they were sitting in in there and like all the world just had stopped like it was only them yeah Do, do you remember that bit
0: yeah is that is that the um festival and then but it
1: what, was in the past right and this is why she's obsessed with him yeah because, because like
0: she she wanted like the world to disappear or something and she met him and he like made everything better
1: but then he didn't give a shit about her after that
0: yeah <laughs> yeah
1: right? i was kind of like hold on a sec did there's a bit of the story here that's missing like what happened how did they first meet each other Mm-hmm. And then what happened after that? Was he just like super shy about it, or just not ready for a relationship, or you know? I, I think, was like, I, I think, want to get into the details. I think, it, you was, know? I <laughs> think it was
0: just a random meetup when they didn't know each other and they just happened to be like consoling each other, and then they just went their yeah. separate ways and he forgot about her. But then, like not yeah. too long after that is when he met the cat in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, as well, he was having his own drama at home in it, so he wasn't really probably paying attention. To and obviously, as well. She was coming across super strong in it. So that must have been quite yeah, off putting as well. But then like I said, at the end in the end credit it was so cute because he did like her super sunrise he attack. It? Uh, super sunrise attack. And I was like, oh, no. So cute. Um do you know what I didn't even ask for your rate. What did you what what would you rate this?
1: I mean, yeah, because it was it, it was a slow start. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. It's like three and a half or something like that. Like, yeah, it wasn't a, am- I didn't, it wasn't totally amazing, but there was a lot of very cool bits in it. And I did end up saying to the kids, like, yeah, you should actually check it out because it did actually turn out to be a lot better than the beginning. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, a three somewhere between the three and a half and the four. Yeah. It was good, and the, and the detail in this was just, yeah. They put there was a bit when they're walking past a window and the, the, the curtain was moving because mm. the wind was blowing. And I was like, yeah, baby, <laughs> I like it. I'm liking this detail. Like mm. it's not just a flat black background. There is shit going on in the background and they have put a lot of work into this. Mm. So, um, yeah. And I mean, also it's super cute. There's, yeah. what's, there's nothing more cute than seeing a little furry paw like walking along.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, Did you manage to get around to watching Modest Heroes?
1: No, I haven't. I'm afraid.
0: I'll save save that for next week then. Uh, Get that watch. It's like an hour and it's three different stories. Oh, shit. No, 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 no. Fuck, 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 fuck. I've watched this. You have watched this? Ages ago, man. Ages ago. (laughs) Okay, well. I only just just watched this like the other day when I sent you the message to watch it. It's
1: three... Stories. Isn't yeah, it?
0: it came out August twenty fourth, two thousand eighteen in Japan. Um, it's three I different stories.
1: Almost as soon as it came out on Netflix, which was
0: ages ago. Oh, really? Well, I am super late to the party. Anyway, um, so it's done by Studio Ponoc. Um, the first story is Kanini and Kin- Kinino. And um, uh, can I just uh,
1: can I just step in here that if anybody's listening to this doesn't know, Studio Ponoc is an offshoot from a load of animators who used to be in Studio Ghibli. Yeah. Um, and so, you get almost the same level of, like, quality with yeah. anything in Studio product.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, with, with the volume one, yeah, the k- 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 uh, um, Canini and Canino, yeah, can I just say, yeah, the animation on the water and the animals, yeah, looked better than real water and real animals. Like, it was really absolutely gorgeous. amazing. When it started, I was like, "Wait, is this live action?" Because like the water, the, the way that they they had the river and the water droplets, it just looked so crisp and looked so yeah. amazing. And so I thought it was gonna be like a combination of live action and animated. So like you'd get like the whole like everything in the background and surroundings would be like live action, but then you'll get yeah. like the the the, uh, the little characters that we're gonna get introduced be animated. But then when it saw sort of mm. they it turned out to be all animated, I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. Um
1: Did you not think the dad was like super hench?
0: Oh yeah, the dad was mad hench. Um, I thought it was yeah. funny because um,
1: I, I, I looked at his beard, I was like, fuck me, I want that beard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, like I was watching I'm not all 'cause I'm not gonna spoil it too much too much here, but um I thought like the mum died and then she turned up at the end and I was like, okay. So she just ran up, ran off to go and give birth. So that was a bit interesting. And um, when the dad was like going to save the little girl because she went out wondering, like the moment he said, I was like, I guarantee something's gonna happen to the dad right now. And uh, something, mm. and, and when it happened, I was like, I caught it. Um, it, it, it was really funny. Like I think for such a like a little short with like no dialogue for the most part. Uh, it was really good. I think the animation is absolutely a five out of five, uh, and the overall story I'm gonna give it a four out of five. So overall, I'm gonna give it a four out of five. Uh, what, 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 what's Some of your thoughts on this one?
1: Yeah, I've almost got a, like, ref- like, match exactly what you said there. Mm. Um, th- these are little shorts, and I kind of got what I got from all of them was this is a this is a taster mm-hmm. that you're gonna be like, oh. This is what Studio product can do, mm-hmm. but nothing, there was no feature length in it. You know, no. like it was, it, even the, like at the beginning of each one, they had like this weird kind of like, it was almost like a projector or something like that, you know, with, um, you see the cogs start turning and lots of detail going on mm-hmm. and weird kind of like stuff. And, um, and I was like watching that going, I, uh, I get what this is. This is them going, they're going to tell a really little tiny short story. Yeah and you're going to be like, oh, fuck, I want more. I want I want to see what else. So that when Studio Ponics do release a ma- massive fucking, live, you know, like, full-blown movie, mm-hmm. people are going to be like, oh, yeah, do you remember the Modest Heroes? Yeah. Like, three shorts. We have got to fucking go watch this. Mm, you nah, know, like, 100%. So, Yeah, so, yeah, I think, you know, um, street, animation was amazing, mm-hmm. definitely, five out of five, um story because it was so short and you know it was good but it didn't completely blow me away yeah well, i don't think it was long enough to do that really
0: mm, yeah no definitely wasn't long enough uh it, it was a little bit like not the borrowers but um yeah it had a little bit of elements of the borrowers because there the were little mm. people in mm. like the real world but also a bit like tumble tumbleina you know, because obviously again it's like little people in in like the real life world like the fish were massive like those are the dangers you see the crabs that were there that like, gave me jokes because obviously they will use like the crab's legs as weapons um mm. i definitely want to see something in this like more in this world um you know as maybe the they get feature film with them like older and exploring the the world without their parents maybe
1: yeah man um I, i've been to say in the last one in um in PompoCo, was it PompoCo? No, whisker away. Whisker away. Um, I kind of felt like there was going to be uh, um, like an, there should be like another um, like a follow on to this. They mm. can easily do like a uh, like a, another movie after this. Yeah, in the same kind of universe, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Perhaps, perhaps perhaps. Right, I'm gonna move on to the next one. Yeah, uh, yep. this one was called. Uh, I don't even know what the song was called. I don't think I read it down. Life ain't gonna lose. Life, life ain't gonna
1: lose.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did write that down. I just put initially I put down the food one until the title came up. Um, this one was really good. Again, this one actually showed like some human dialogue, showed some emotion, um, showed a slightly different art style. It was um very modern because you had the mum like dancing to hip hop in the in the in the dance studio. Um, you have like real life problems, real life like reactions yeah. to certain things. Um, like watching this year, obviously, I'm not a parent yet, and you are, but I was just thinking to myself, like, wow, like the situation. So basically, the child is allergic to like eggs, mm. and um, literally, he has like a really bad, I think it's called an, an- anaphylactic reaction.
1: Anaphylactic shock, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's when you like puff up, you know, your body puffs up, turns into, like a Michelin man.
0: Yeah. And I was just thinking to myself like, I just want my kids to be like normal in a sense. And I want them to be able to come out, not be allergic to anything, not to have any food allergies, like come out with Mm. all five fingers and toes. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I watched, I I I felt for the mum because like, it was pressuring it because like, no matter what she did or how she approached things, like she was always in fear that, you know, something could could happen to him. Like the situation Mm. when they're in the dance studio and he goes to eat a cookie and, like, you know, she's in a, she's having like a proper serious dance rehearsal for like some show that about to do, but like in the corner of her eye, she sees him about to eat this cookie. So she like yeah. runs off the stage and slaps the cookie out of his hand. She's like, what the fuck are you doing, basically? Like, you could have yeah. died. Yeah. And it's just like, oh my gosh, like she's, she's, she is, it's, it's really, it's, it's really stressful for her. And because obviously, yeah, like, they
1: really, they really managed to like um, portray that really well. Didn't yeah. They? Oh, cause obviously, like You see when
0: he's a baby and she like tries to give him like baby food and he's like flaring up and they take him to the hospital for the first time and then like, there's so many like, they show like loads of different situations where he's flared up and they've had to call the ambulance and like, it, it, it was sad because there was one time when they were like, at, um like a theme park and he didn't even eat the food, like someone else's food like touched his skin. And then, Mm. you know, they weren't with him for like a split second. He instantly flared up and they had to call the ambulance. Um, The only thing that I, a minor criticism slash negative, yeah, obviously I'm not a parent, but like, I felt when we saw him as like, I don't know, maybe he was like five or six. I felt like at at that age that he was at, especially with the um, condition he had, I felt like the parents would have equipped him better and and showed him how to use his um, little syringe thing.
1: Oh dude, I mean, yes and no. Uh, you um kids are just fucking accident prone all the time and they do not think like we do. Like yeah. adults do. They don't they don't put like two and two together. Mm-hmm. Um and it is, you know, it's 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 because children's brains are just like absorbing sponges. Um yeah. they don't actually like when it, it's this is actually like scientifically proven that kids brains will just absorb information and it's yeah. only when they're teenagers that actually start like, connecting the dots mm. and that's why teenagers are just full of shit and <laughs> like, really kind you know like Kevin and Perry like oh, yeah. oh this because their brains are actually going through a process of actually getting rid of all the crap and, mm. and like connecting everything yeah so that, that's why when we're adults we can look at a situation and go oh that's actually probably not a good idea to yeah. do that. You know? <laughs> because
0: it's, it's, it's the um, fact, it's the fact that like like once it, it, he realized that the thing had egg, egg, uh, the ice cream had egg in it, he called his mum in it, and his mum was like, "Okay, go get your syri- your your pen," and obviously he knew yeah. where that was. And then you know she was like, "Once you go get that pen, go to the um like the old lady that lives underneath us and like get her to do yeah, it." Yeah. I was thinking if he's old enough to like be able to go to know where the syringe is, he should have yeah. to like stab himself for it. But again at least he had the foresight to like run towards like run closer to where the woman was so that she could like stab him with it and like then get ambulance yes, sure. uh, but yeah but like, it was How did
1: that like, one end? I've forgotten how that ended man I think um, it just ended with
0: it ended with um, him going to some farm and there's a chicken there and the chicken's laid an egg and he grabs the egg and he's like about to like throw the egg at a wall like in anger because he can't do eggs but instead like he writes a message on it and he's like oh like basically like, along the lines like one day I'm gonna be able to eat you or something like that.
1: It ends it's really it, not like a scene where he draws a picture of a little dude with a um, with a, like a samurai sword on the egg.
0: Uh, he draws a sign on the egg, but initially it yeah. looks like he wants to throw the egg because he's angry that he can't eat eggs. Um, and yeah, sure. I, I liked how supportive his friends were as well. Like you know, um, they and uh, and and another thing that I really liked, yeah, even though he couldn't eat eggs, yeah he was living life for the most part like a really healthy young boy so when it came to like yeah. the sports day testing day like he won the bleak test he was like you know he could do all this like athletic stuff and like mm. the girl that was his friend was like struggling to do it and it was just like okay yeah I might be a picky eater but like you know I'm, I'm living my life as actively as a normal child it's just that I've got to be extra careful that you know mm. no one spits on me with eggy eggy breath and I then start blowing up into a Mitchell man and dying.
1: Uh, Where's the dad in this, you know?
0: The dad was there. The dad, uh, was he he was, he was there in the early, um, the early flashbacks. I don't know where he was later on, but initially the dad was there. It was only, I wonder
1: if this is um, uh, another kind of like Japanese kind of cultural thing where, you know, like the dad, you don't see the dad much because Mm. he's always working. Yeah. Or something like that. Maybe,
0: because, again, like I said, in, in the flashbacks, he was there in it. Because when they went to that like, carnival place, he was there um, uh, when I think he was first born and the first time it flared up, he was there. Really like,
1: this, um, <laughs> yeah, recently, yeah, you really should have re this
0: more recently. Yeah, you should have. <laughs> but, again, I didn't realise like you had already seen it. But, um, yeah, no, it was really good. Um, I, again, I would give this one a four out of five. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, the last one is The Invisible Man. Yeah. Um, i yeah. i didn't it, really I got
1: like real kind of like french anime feel from this
0: yeah i didn't really know what was going on with this one like it started i was like what the hell is with the cylinder then later on i realized yeah. that he had the cylinder because not only was he invisible but he was like light as air so that the, the yeah. cylinder was used to um um hold him down and then also i didn't understand why people like couldn't see him or ignore him when he obviously had a job he had clothes on um so that was a little bit frustrating um i just put my nose like this one doesn't make sense like the first two i understood what was going on i understood what the story was i understood like what the message he was trying to portray this one just made no sense man and i felt like um if he was like lighter than air he should have wear he should have worn a weighted vest or weighted shoes like (laughs) not a fucking cylinder because when he gets upset because people can't see him so he throws the cylinder away and then that, that involves some whole kind of nonsense and then he goes and says this little baby. This, listen, I'm, I'm giving this one a one out of five, man. Like, I just, it just wasn't good. It just wasn't entertaining. It was just stupid in my for opinion. Me,
1: this, for me, man, this this one, this one almost, uh, I found this one most interesting out of them all. The, the first two were gorgeous mm. and beautiful and, you know, like the the Life Ain't Gonna Lose One um, really struck a chord with me because, you know, I'd experienced that. You know, I've I've got kids and everything like that. This one, I think the weirdness um, just really kind of made me... It made me start trying to sort of, like, read between the lines of, like, is this to do with depression? Is this to do with, you know, like, um, people who go through life and just meld into the background. Mm. And he is a guy who's invisible and people don't see him. And yeah. he's carrying this, this weight, which he depends on, but also which is really awkward and yeah. like makes his life extra difficult. Mm-hmm. But he also needs it so that he doesn't drift away. And yeah. you're right. like He could have made his life a whole lot easier by just wearing a weighted vest. Yeah. <laughs> but... But I think there was significance in the fact that he had this like oxygen canister, this this fire. What was it? Was that There's like a, a fire, fire extinguisher?
0: Yeah,
1: fire extinguisher. Yeah, I, I kind of felt like there was some significance about the fact that it was difficult and, um, um, yeah. I, so I don't know. What, uh, I, I I didn't quite understand it, but um, <laughs> it was it was weird and interesting as yeah. well. So
0: yeah, Nice, no, man. Um, yeah, I that's... think I
1: would have given it a one though. I think I'd have no. given it like uh, uh, you know, maybe a three or something because like it was still gorgeous. The, the animation in it was just something else. It was yeah, dark and dreary, but... and it made you kind of like feel that and you know, like that what he must how dreary his life was, you know.
0: Hmm. Nah, again, like I said, it just did It just it just didn't do did it for me. Um, which is a shame because the first two were actually amazing and then like you know I thought it was gonna like go somewhere but it didn't and again maybe it's one of those ones where like if we get a feature length story you know to why he's invisible are there more other and, and, and the thing is yeah there is a, um, there's another invisible person as well but that doesn't get expanded on and like I wanna know is there is there a lot more people that are invisible in this world and like how do they become invisible? Like, is it a genetic disorder? Is it, do you know what I mean? Like, why are they like, blatantly getting like, shunned in, in um, the society? Are they like, discriminated against? Like, I I want more of it, but like, in eight minutes, I think this might have been the shortest, short that they did as well. It was just like, it it wasn't enough and it was like, it just seemed really messy. Yeah. No, it is, um,
1: again, as a tool for Studio Ponock to kind of like, give us a bit of a taster i think they did a bloody good job with all three of these because you like or after watching one of them you're like this is a real like mm. this is wet my palate for what what's to come and when they do release like a like a big movie i'm gonna be on that yeah straight away no definitely man so i'm gonna yeah definitely.
0: <clears throat> all right um so that kind of brings us to the end of this episode like i said it's been a bit of a long one since um uh, we reviewed more than one film and it's been a while since we recorded you some technical difficulties and stuff uh, in the week uh, what is Did our you next
1: t- just, um, you were just going to say could you, let me just clarify, Did you, have you actually completely lost um The Princess Kaguya?
0: I have completely lost The Princess Kaguya I, I accidentally deleted it and then I put it in the recycle bin and I emptied the oh. recycle bin because I was trying to create more space for my laptop because my laptop was starting to run slow and it was like, I don't know, maybe yeah. it had like 30 gigabytes left or whatever. So I thought, I ah, like, oh. because um, when you like edit on Audacity, it, you get Audacity file and then when you export, you get MP3 file as well. So I was deleting all the Audacity files because then, mm-hmm. but then with the Princess Kaguya episode, I hadn't finished editing it, so I didn't have two files for it. But I obviously wasn't paying attention and I was just kicking the Audacity files and I deleted it and I tried to get this like the, this software to like restore stuff from your recycle bin and nothing's really worked and i even tried oh to do like a God. system restore from like an older date and that mm. didn't work either so yeah i'm pretty annoyed about that and like
1: so I'm we'll a- have to just uh, have a chat at some point then about about the princess like write a few notes uh, about it and try and remember yeah. what we we talked about because that was a weird one as well yeah you know, that it definitely was
0: I remember it actually being like quite enjoyable like it was a slow start but it turned out Mm. to be a lot better than I thought it was I can't remember why I rated it but um, yeah definitely one we'll talk about in the future Um, do you have the list of what we've got next or Uh, almost (laughs) almost (laughs) (laughs) alright it's
1: it's it going to be right now uh, what's that beeping noise
0: man? Oh, it's, it's the Discord. I don't know. I need to figure out how to like have it running and also not running at the same time. Because has been driving me as well. Got, we've got Whisper of the Heart
1: next.
0: Whisper of the Heart? Have we not done that?
1: Oh yeah, we have, haven't we? Because we, we watched that because that ties into The
0: Cat Returns. Yes, we've seen Whisper oh, of the Heart.
1: nice. Well, we've got a real classic now, man. Howl's Moving
0: Cars. Uh Oh, yeah, buddy. All right, cool. I'm going to get that one watched. That's another one of my faves.
1: Dude, it's been a pleasure.
0: Yep, yep. All right, guys. uh, Stevie, say bye to the people. Bye, people. All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you next week. Bye-bye now.